everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pro Reads, episode number four. Here with Jaden, as always. I am here. We're back for episode four. We're excited. We're here. It has been a busy two weeks, but we would not miss the episode, and we are excited. Very. So we're just going to get right into it. Uh, Topic number one today, we're going to do a little list. Um, So we're going to do like the positions by category on offense, QB, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. We're going to do those, and we're going to do best, overrated, underrated, most potential, and washed. So... We'll start with you uh, for QB, the best QB, but I feel like it's going to be pretty uh, obvious, but we'll go ahead and go yeah. with you. The best quarterback in the league is Patrick Mahomes. It's undisputable. I also have Patrick Mahomes as the best in the league. It's undisputable. It's not debatable. Don't try and be stupid and debate it. It's not debatable. He's the best quarterback in the league. Easily. Um, so for overrated, these are where we could start deferring. I personally have Josh Allen as the most overrated Ooh, because spicy. yeah, this is recency spicy. bias. I yeah. see what you mean, and it's gonna this is gonna spike a lot of attention. I can tell already, uh, just because just when I said that, I know it's gonna get a lot of attention, especially from Bills fans. But I think that he's the most overrated because people are saying that like he's already like in top three starter in the NFL, like, and I don't I don't agree with that. Um, obviously, he did have an MVP caliber season last year. He did not win MVP because Aaron Rodgers did. But I think he only had that one big year with uh, Diggs. Adding Diggs was big. So I have him as most overrated because I think he still has iffy accuracy and just his reads. So, yeah. I have Matt Stafford for a similar reason as to you. Matt Stafford went from being underrated to overrated, like, yeah, really quickly. he was one of the most underrated, yeah. Like, beginning of the season, people had him in, like, their 20s, like, the, like the 20s for quarterbacks, and that was blasphemous. But now people are putting him, like, top eight, like, top seven. I'm just like, dude. I mean, I get that he's been in a terrible situation, but, like, he, we can't act like he's top six and he hasn't done anything to prove it, really. In the playoffs, which is kind of what you need to do. Yeah, he had Megatron too. Yeah, he had he had Megatron, and he's had he's had like okay teams. It's really the defenses that brought him down in Detroit. But yeah. I think right now, I'm not saying for his career. I think just right now, people are overrating Matt Stafford a bit. I agree. Yeah, because like yeah, he's never had the O line. It's always been bad. Yeah. So you have to keep that in mind. Obviously, we give him sympathy there. But yeah, I would agree that like at this point last year, he was grossly underrated. But now he's starting to get overrated. So I like that one. Um, so I'll, I'll go for underrated. So yeah. this one also, it's going to sound weird at first, but you got to hear me out. I have Deshaun Watson as the most underrated and it's going to sound really weird because obviously you're like, how could he be underrated? Everybody knows he's like a top five, but that's the thing. I think he's like a top two or three and people aren't seeing it as much. I agree. Um, I have him as my set, the second best quarterback. Yeah. yeah I have must I changed Obviously, like, I was talking about this with Jaden after we released the episode. I had a lot of regrets with my list. I changed it up a lot, but I would agree with Watson at two now. Um, you look at his team, like, the Texans, like, we already – we talk about them enough. They're down bad. They're, like, the, the, like, worst organization. Down horrendous. Horrendous. Down stupendous. So, like, you watch Watson put up the most yards in the league with that team. And, I mean, yeah, he had, like, Will Fuller. He's good. Brandon Cooks is good. Like, it's not like he had no targets. But that organization is trash. So – 
you put him on like an elite team, and that's a ring. So, yeah, I have him as underrated. So, yours. I have Lamar Jackson as underrated, and I think you were probably thinking of putting him there because he had his MVP season, and um, this year he wasn't as good, but he was still like very good. Yeah, he doesn't have anyone to throw to. He has Marquise Brown as his number one receiver, which like you can't. Not many guys can work with that and make it work. And the thing I hate about the, what happens with Lamar Jackson is how much hate he gets. He gets hate for playing yeah. quarterback differently, which makes no sense. Yeah, it annoys me. People say he can't yeah. throw, but look at the 2019 stats. People say he can't throw, and he, like people are like, oh, why are you run-? like he, he running? So that's the way he plays quarterback, and it clearly works since they've made the playoffs all three years he's been there. And like they're just going to keep getting better, I feel like. Because they don't, they have a really young core and a young team. So I think Lamar Jackson gets underrated. Yeah, I like that. So I'll let you go first for potential. Potential, I have Justin Herbert just because he had a filthy rookie season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously honorable mention for me would be Herbert, but mm-hmm. I'm putting Burrow um, mm-hmm. just because I know Herbert did have the stupendous season. He was unbelievable. Um, you know, my boy Jed is, I love him, but. Herbert, you know, you can't complain. Like, you're not, I'm not going to complain that he got rookie of the year because he did have a great year. Um, they both had great years, but usually goes to the quarterback in that situation, and it obviously did. But I think Burrow for potential, just because I like, I like the situation they're, they're in. Like, hopefully if they can get, like, Penny Sewell or, like, someone like a good lineman this year. They already have T. Higgins. They got some, like, young targets. A.J. Green's obviously probably not going to come back. Like, he's going somewhere else or retiring, but I just don't see him retiring. But Mm -hmm. it's tough. But he also got injured. So just, like, when he was healthy, he was putting up crazy good numbers for being on the Bengals. So, yeah, I have that, but also that can go both ways. Um, And then for Washed, this one can easily be debated as well. But this is more of, like, a... Not as washed like now, I guess. It's getting washed, but my prediction for him being super washed next year and the years following, Ben Roethlisberger. I have, I have the same. I, I, I just don't see why the Steelers gave him the money to come back, but they did, and I don't think he's going to have a good year. I'm going to say that now. I think he's going to have a bad year. I agree. Not much more to say. Yeah. So, move in the running back so yeah. you can go first for best. I have the best running back as Derrick Henry in the NFL. And I have it as Derrick Henry because I think he is the most valuable running back in the NFL, which there were hence in my eyes for that position makes him the best. And I think it makes him the best because Christian McCaffrey is probably the most skilled but, I mean, Christian McCaffrey barely played, and Mike Davis did a pretty good job filling in his role. I mean, you take out Derrick Henry, and Tannehill's numbers go down. Like, all the wide receivers' numbers go down. The ru- rushing numbers obviously go down. I feel like everything goes down because Derrick Henry just being an absolute unit and just tearing up teams, and all the defense is just being so scared that Derrick Henry just going to, like, go straight through them. It opens up so much. So that's why I have him as the best running back in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, this is another very close one, but I I also can't give it to anybody else besides Henry because CMC I had at first, I put him down just because, like, like you said, definitely the most like versatile because he can catch, he can run, he can basically do everything. He's a freak, and even though he was unhealthy for basically the whole season last year, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to come back next year and not really lose a step, you know what I mean? Like, he's just going to, like, he's still going to be, 
the CMC that we all know. Uh, but yeah, I put Henry at one as well just because he could have won MVP. If you really think about it as a running back. That's kind of kind of kind of crazy. But uh, we'll move into overrated. We probably have the same one here because it's pretty obvious, but we might not. I have Ezekiel Elliott because it's just I don't I don't even think I have the same much because we saw what Tony Pollard did. He had better numbers than him when he came in, like. The Cowboys, in general, we, we all don't like them. But <laughs> Zeke, it just – I don't think Zeke is that good. I, really I have – I completely forgot about Zeke. I had Josh Jacobs just because mm-hmm. I think Josh Jacobs gets a little bit overrated. But I, complete, I completely forgot about Ezekiel Elliott and I, and I will have slash Ezekiel Elliott now. But I had Josh Jacobs just because his yards when he gets touched are terrible. Like in the open field, he's good, but he gets like – touched and he doesn't he just doesn't break tackles yeah he's like a he's a good fantasy guy because he yeah. had the most red zone carries out of any running yeah. back so he's just gonna get like those one yard touchdowns but yeah i i, I like that too because as like an actual running back i don't know how much he provides but um for potential underrated or for underrated excuse me we missed that i have yeah. david montgomery because the bears running back because I mean, you saw his production at the end of the season with a terrible O-line. So I think he's still a bit underrated. I think he deserves to be a bit higher, and I think he's really young and have a good season. Yeah, I put David Montgomery in my honorable mention. I did like a little slash and then Montgomery honorable mention, but this one's definitely biased. I will not lie, but I'm going to put Damian Damian Harris Harris because (laughs) when he played, when he started, when he wasn't getting split carries with Sonny Michelle, I don't see why we kept like believing in Michelle. I think if we rolled with Harris as like a solidified RB one, his numbers would be like way more crazy. But I was reading something on PFF saying like he was one of the most efficient runners when it comes to yards per carry. Um, he was ranked as like their second yeah, running back. Like this year. yeah, efficiency. He, he was very 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 efficient when he was like in that starting role. So I think if you cut James White, Rex Burkhead. Uh, Sony Michelle out of the picture, Harris would like be a very, 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 like, very good running back one. But I just don't think he's getting enough attention because of the guys around him. But yeah, uh, I like the Montgomery one too. And then now potential, I had Jonathan Taylor because of the situation he's in. Because he's young, obviously potential. He's young, like his first year. But like his O line, like you can't really. He doesn't even have to be good. He yeah, literally just yeah. has to like look and see. Yeah, the you can't really like you can't really say a guy in that situation doesn't have potential because like their line is disgusting. It's obviously like a really really cool year for them because they just got went, so they're gonna be running the ball probably like a good amount, and yeah, I mean their run game is probably gonna be like top five in the league next year again. It was like ranked like three or four this year, so. I have another second-year player, J.K. Dobbins, because they cut. They obviously already cut uh, Ingram, Mark yeah. Ingram. And Gus Edwards, I don't know if he's a free agent or not, but I think Dobbins is going to get a ton of carries next year. Their line's going to be better. They're just going to be better in general. I, I, think, like I think Dobbins will have a really good season next yeah, year. Yeah, I like J.K. That's a good one. And then mm-hmm. I'll let you go for Washed. Washed, I have Le'Veon Bell, and it's not really his fault. He's just kind of he terrible free agent decision to go to the Jets. If he'd gone somewhere better in free agency, I think he would have saved his career. But the Jets and the injuries combined both just kind of ruined him his career. I have AP, and mm-hmm. it's because, like, there's a next generation there, like, in Swift. Like, they're trying to move on. Mm-hmm. So 
I feel like AP is not really in their picture. Right I feel now. like he should just retire. Yeah, honestly. like I like that he he's not unless he wants to ring yeah, chase. Like he's not in the Lions' plans for the future. I know that. So it's I mean it's his choice. He could pull a Le'Veon Bell and like try to sign with like the Chiefs or the Bucks, but I mean it's probably not gonna yeah. happen. So um, yeah, that's that for a running back. We got wide receiver. This is where it gets this is where it gets really debatable with me. So I'll let you go first for best because I know mine's gonna be different. So uh, I have Julio Jones as the best receiver. Never mind. Okay, um, I, I honestly did not think you'd agree with me on that, but I have Julio just because he's he's dominant. Uh, he's he's always been dominant, and even though he was injured last season, I think I mean you see I don't know if you've seen the mic up video Larry of Larry Fitzgerald talking about him, and he's like, this is some guy. I mean you'll never see anything like him. So. I have Julio Jones. I think he's the best receiver still. I think I, yeah, I'm very by, happy that you said that. I honestly thought you were going to say D-Hop but, or, like, maybe Adams. But I I mean, I hate, I hate recency bias, so yeah. that's why people are saying Adams. Yeah. But Adams has – Adam. I mean, he had an MVP quarterback, and Julio Jones has had Matt Ryan, who's exactly, really yeah. good really bad. That's the thing. Like, I, I always have wondered what Julio would be like if he was, like, on the Patriots – like the, on that dynasty, like yeah. like what would have happened with his numbers? I like, want to see him with go to Brady throwing. I want to see him go to like a contender. When Me he gets, too, definitely. When he, and yeah. obviously, I'm not. I don't have much to say. Like besides what Jaden said, Julio, I think is like the most dominant. He's the best in the game. Mm-hmm. Route running, physicality, like everything about him. He just when the fifty fifty ball goes up, like the Falcons, they just look the other way. They're like Julio's got that. <laughs> it's like the same thing with D Hop. I get that they're very similar types of receivers, but. Yeah, I think Julio's the best in the game. My runner-ups were D-Hop and Tay, but mm-hmm. I just don't think it's that close for me. I just think Julio's won. And then overrated for me, I have Michael Thomas because I just have never really, like, loved Michael Thomas just because, like, he – obviously he gets, like, the chirps, like, slamp away and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. kind of funny, but, like, it kind of is true. If you really watch, like, he'll get, like, a ton of receptions every game, and they're all, like – like, I, th- I, su- I saw something. It was, like, 90-something percent of his receptions in weeks, like, 1 through 10 two years ago when he had that crazy season were, like, under 10 yards. Like, mm-hmm. so just, like, quick slants. And, like, he just gets open, which takes skill. So he's still a great mm-hmm. wide receiver. But I have him as the most overrated because I think a lot of people could do that. So I have, like, a s- two for overrated and underrated. For overrated, I have... DK Metcalf and... I have Chris, a good one. I, I forgot about DK. I have Chris Godwin, too. Because I think people, I don't think the Bucks are like, yo, well, we should franchise Chris Godwin. He's a big piece, and I, no, he's not. You just like, I mean, you'll be fine without him. I think Brady, unless yeah, Bur- a ton of drops. Unless Brady really wants him, I think there's no harm in letting him walk and re-signing the defensive pieces. I have Chris Godwin's underrated. I think he had one really good season, and he he's just like an above average receiver. And same with DK Metcalf. They both have the same issue with dropping. DK Metcalf just has has a very has a very limited route tree. He he only knows how to run like two or three routes well. So it, I think the thing DK about huge. I think DK will be I think he'll get a lot better though. So yeah. I I think he'll be fine. Yeah, the thing with DK is just like with his athleticism and his build, it's kind of hard like not to be effective. Like he's yeah, and he's still he's super. Like, he's still again yeah. when we're say overrated, we're not saying these receivers are bad. Like yeah. both both of these receivers. We're are saying bad, overrated because you have people out here saying that he's like better than Megatron already. Yeah. that's why. Like yeah. it's just not a, it's just not a thing. So for my underrated, I put Terry McLaurin, but also I would easily easily vouch for people. These are my honorable mentions. Like Allen Robinson, we talked about I last Alan time. Robinson. Allen Robinson. I think 
you picked Allen Robinson, probably the same reason why I picked Terry McLaurin. Their quarterbacks blow. Yeah. Their quarterbacks <laughs> blow, and they still put up numbers that are yeah. like astronomical. Like 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 Terry McLaurin, man. You put this man on a contender, Allen Robinson. You put this man on a contender. They're doing even more damage. And then I also had like Keenan Allen and Cooper Cup, just because. <laughs> I put those two as an honorable mention because of their route running. They both have had, like, solid QBs. Um, but their route running, it's just I still don't think gets enough love. But, yeah, my, like, main, the guy I ended up going with is Terry McLaurin. But Robinson's a close second. You're going to like my slash. I have Michael Thomas as a bit underrated. And I only say this because you have people saying that, like, he's bad. Like, yeah. not your the way you worded it was good, but... There's people that, like, are saying he's, like, not good. Yeah. And I just – I can't see it. I mean, he – he's probably – him and Devontae Abbott probably had the two best releases in the league. I mean, he's just, like, so quick off the line. Yeah. And I think people are just, like – again, like, he runs slants and that's what he does. But I don't think he's, like, bad. I think he is – he's getting a bit underrated for how good he is. I think he was overrated last year. He was kind of overrated, like – for parts of this season, and he was also underrated. So I think people need to put him in, like, I think he belongs in, like, this five through eight range. I don't think he belongs, like, number one, as some people were saying. I like that. So for potential, we probably, do you, I have Justin Jefferson. Do you have him? I, I have a close second, though, and it's biased, but Jacoby Myers is my honorable mention because look how many games he's played in. How old is he? Like 23, 24. Very, very young. It's either his second or third year. And look at, like, I know you will look you'll look at a season stats and you'll be like, those aren't great. Those are just, like, average for, like, a wide receiver too. But look how many games he played in and look how many snaps he had on the field. If you multiply that by two, those would be, like, his projected season stats. Now you're talking, like, 1,400 yards. That's, like, crazy. That's, like, mm-hmm. digs level. That's, like, nuts. And this is all with Cam Newton, keep in mind. Cam Newton, obviously, we all know had a trash year. And, yeah, I mean, I think, I honestly think Jacoby Myers is, like, a really, really, really high-end wide receiver, too, in my eyes. But, I think yeah, I had him as an honorable mention for potential. But Jefferson's mm-hmm. easily my, my one because you saw what he did this year. Yeah, and then Wash, we talked about it before, but I have A.J. Green. And I have Jules. I AJ Green just isn't that good anymore. There's not really much to say. Yeah, we both have the same reason. They're just they both were great in their prime, but they're both falling off, and it just happens with age. Not a terrible thing, but Edelman's 35, and it's just he's not really he can't catch a lot of passes. Like you saw, like the Honey Badger pick, it just went right off of his hands, and yeah. then he just picked <laughs> it off. And yeah, lastly we got tight end. Um, I'll go. I'll start with best Travis Kelsey. Just like I have the same. I also. Put in parentheses, Gronk is the, still the goat because I love Gronky. But, um, but yeah, not, not the best right now though. Obviously, Kelsey's the best right now. Um, an honorable mention, obviously, is Kittle. He's a close second. I feel like Kittle and Kelsey will always just go back and forth. But after this year, especially, it helped that Kittle was kind of injured for a while because like Kelsey kind of got to solidify that I'm the best in the tight ends. I'm the best in the league for tight end spot. Because I think he got a lot better blocking this year too. Because he's always been a really, really good, like, vertical threat, tight end, like, receiver. But I think he got a lot better blocking this year. So, yeah, I have, I have Kelsey at one. I have the same. 
for overrated, we have the same too. We both Evan Ingram, have Evan he can't Ingram. catch. Mid Richie, the Pro Bowl. he sucks. Yeah, like he can't catch. He's terrible. He can't catch. He made the Pro Bowl. I don't see like how. I don't see that. I, I don't know. He was surprised. He was on the Zoom call, <laughs> and they were like, "He made the Pro Bowl," and he was like, "What?" Like, like it's just bad. But I like, don't know how Tanya didn't make it. But yeah, let's not yeah. give him attention. He's yeah, terrible. yeah, exactly. I have uh, Mike Kosicki as my. I also underrated. have Mike Kosicki as underrated. Uh, two one-handed catches in 2021, 20, or 2020, 2021 season. Like, those were, like, so underrated themselves. Those two catches weren't talked about enough. And I just think Kosicki in general, as, like, it receiving, like, tight end, catching tight end, is very, very, very good. So, yeah, I have him as underrated. And then potential, I put Noah Fant. I also um, have Noah Fant. He's, like, the youngest good. He's yeah. the best youngest good tight yeah, end. Yeah, and I don't see any regression, so there's not much to say there. Yeah. And, and then washed, I have... Austin Hooper. I have Kyle Rudolph because, like, he obviously is a free agent now. And even though I want the Patriots to sign him so badly, I still have him as watch. Because <laughs> Kyle Rudolph in his prime, people that, like, don't really remember. Like, he was dirty. Mm-hmm. Like, in his prime, he was nice. And I still think even being washed up, he would be, like, average. So that's why I think the Patriots should sign him because anything's better than Aussie Aussie and, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, that was yeah, that. sleep on Devin. Devin Ossie, I'm not, I'm not sleeping on him yet because it was only his first year and he was injured, so I'll, I'll cut him slack. <laughs> but yeah, that was that for that segment. So, want to go into JJ Watt signs with the Cardinals for two years, twenty-eight million dollars, twelve million dollars signing bonus, and over two million dollars in incentives depending on his sack numbers. How do you feel about this move, Ryan? I like it a lot. Because you got Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt now, and that that itself is probably the scariest sight any quarterback could see, and that's why I feel so bad for Russ. <laughs> like, Russ, Russell Wilson, like, pray for my man Russ. Nothing happened to him, but he's just in a division with Aaron Donald, Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt, Nick Bosa. Like, he is getting hit by the best <laughs> the best in the game at what they do. With the terrible line. Yeah, yeah, like, they are the best at what they do, and they are all in the same division. I know. It's terrible like, for him. It, I, love the, I love the move, but I don't even know if they're going to win the division. I really don't. I, I want to say they still will, but I mean, I'm, they were I'm not eight counting, last year. Uh, yeah, I'm not counting out. Like, like we, like we let's not forget about the Rams. I think the Rams. The Rams yeah, are my favorite. Yeah, to me win. too. Let's not forget about the Rams. They still have Stafford, it. and they still have Ramsey Donald on that defense. You got Rams. You got the Niners back healthy with Kyle Shanahan, who's filthy at calling plays. You got all those guys coming back. I don't care who their quarterback is. They're going to be good. They're going to compete every game. The Seahawks, if they have Russ, are always going to be in contention. If Russ leaves, then, then they're not going to be good. But Russ always carries them to the playoffs. And then the Cardinals are obviously going to be good, too. I think Kyler kind of need. I think – not Kyler. I mean, I think Cliff Kingsbury need to take a step in his play calling. It was getting a little bit predictable, and the running game wasn't good. So I'd like to see them sign a couple – I'd like to see them maybe sign an O-lineman, draft one, not bring back Kenyon Drake. I don't know. Do, do something – Get the run game going. Open play action for Kyler. Get him going. But yeah, I like I liked Kyler the best when he could kind of do his thing. Like you could tell, you could tell when it was like a really scripted, like formal game plan versus like a more let Kyler do his thing. Like I feel like when we saw him just like buzz out, just take off, 
and just like run around people. That's just like fun to watch. It's just that's just who Kyler Murray is. Kind of like Lamar, like we were talking about. It's not like he can't throw. Like Kyler can throw. He has a pretty decent arm, actually. I know. And <laughs> it's like people will always be sat in the fact that he can only run, but it's whatever. I think Kyler's actually a great quarterback. And this early statement right now, what's the date? March 7, March 7 2021. 2021. Ryan Donovan of Pro Reads is saying that Kyler Murray – will win the MVP of the NFL next year. Boom. So I'm saying that now. You got D-Hop. Obviously, their defense. Obviously, because MVP, it's most valuable. So you have yeah. to have like a good record to win MVP. Yeah. Adding J.J. Watt should give them a good record. And even if they don't win their division and get a wild card, I still think that Kyler will win MVP. But, yeah, I'm talking about Kyler now, and this topic's J.J. Watt. So I'll go back to J.J. <laughs> I, I, love, I, love, I love the move. But I was obviously shocked by the team. I think everyone kind of was because yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if anyone really said Arizona. I mean, yeah. I mean, I get the place. It's like L.A., but not L.A. It's yeah. like you get the weather, you get the no state income taxes, but you don't get like the lights. The it's like way mm-hmm. more chill. So people I mean, thought Packers. People thought Bills. I thought I thought he was gonna go to the Bills. I thought they, it was San Fran. I thought it was gonna be Watson and JJ Watt reunite in San Fran at, or Tampa because it's just he wants a ring. But I, I honestly didn't even think about the Cardinals, and I like it a lot. I thought he was gonna go to the Bills because the Bills' pass rush is terrible. So I thought yeah, he was gonna the go last there, piece. and that would attract more free agents when you get a leader like that. Mm. So I thought he was gonna go there, and that would really boost them, and they would really kind of take off there. So. I love the move. I think it's a really good move. It was the kind of the big boom of free agency so far. There's been a lot of cuts so far. Uh, Jared Cook got cut. Kyle Rudolph, you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. He was also cut. A few other players were cut that I don't know off the top of my head. But the franchise tag period opened up on Tuesday. And you usually don't see it right off the bat. But the first team to use their franchise tag was the Denver Broncos. And for the second year in a row, they franchise tagged their star safety, Justin Simmons. And how do you feel about them using it again on him? Because clearly it's not good when you can't strike a long-term deal twice. So he will be there for next year, and I do not see him being there in 2022. I don't know how I feel about it, honestly, because Simmons is a dog. In my opinion, he's one of the most underrated safeties. I still don't think he's getting enough love. He's he's an absolute dog. He does damage. I think a big part of it is just because he's on Denver, and they've just always, like at least for the past five years, have had like a meh like team. Their defense has been good, obviously. Like we saw, like when in twenty fifteen, yeah, Bowl, like yeah. when he, they carried Peyton and beat Cammy. But uh, yeah, that was a tough that was a tough day for Cam. But their defense is always their defense has always been like solid, honestly, and. I just don't think Simmons ever got the love. But like you said, yeah, like you use your franchise tag again. It's like, I don't know. You only get one franchise tag. I mean, there's got to be a point where I you got to realize this guy doesn't want to play for you. And it, you might he might try and find it if they're good this year and they have a new GM, John Elway, left. I don't. I think George Patton is – I don't know the guy. No, that's like a World War II general. But like the whatever the guy's name is. The new GM of the Broncos, I hopefully he has a better relationship, but I've been getting franchise tag twice in a row. You only get one franchise tag. so And no other team has used it, as mentioned before. 
the teams most people are looking at, a lot of people are looking at the Bucks. They got lots of free agents. Who do you think they're going to franchise tag? Um, lots of people are saying Godwin. I, I already mean, said I don't like that. I saw some people are saying Shaq Barrett, Levante David. I I'd probably go. I would do. I, I would I'd Shaq. Go, I'd go Shaq Barrett too. Because yeah. um, I think agree. I think Levante David will like sign a normal contract and not take the franchise tag. But I think Shaq Barrett might need the franchise tag. Because I agree with you on this Chris Goblin at like part of it. Like I honestly like don't. I would rather have them bring back AB than CG, honestly. Yeah, if you, like, really think about too. it. Yeah, it's not as not it's not as likely nearly because AB is like most likely not going back. But yeah, you save money and it's just like AB. Whether he's 32, 33 next year, like he's still a really good receiver. CG dropped a ton of passes, like I said, but he's he, I still think he's a pretty good receiver. So, I yeah, I used it on Shaq Barrett. Like he did nasty in the Super Bowl. He was nasty all playoffs. He was nasty all year. He's just a great player, so yeah, I, I like that. I like that too. I would also do it. I, th- I think, <laughs> I think he, can, I think he contributes a lot to that defense, and I think he will, he will help them a lot. And I think they're the big team people are looking at for franchise tags. You know, not many other people are looking at teams to franchise tag. Um, I'm trying to think, what are other teams that are looking to franchise tag people? The Patriots. <laughs> who, are, who are they going to – maybe maybe uh, Hightower? Um, I don't know because we might put a franchise tag on JC. Jackson? Yeah. He's, I think he's a free agent. I don't know. I I'm mean, 99% no, I, but sure. you guys might trade Gilmore. Matt, so many people are saying, like, Gilmore is going to trade. There was, like, a report. He was like, I, like, cannot see Stephon Gilmore playing with I, Patriots week one. I don't know. It's like – I don't want to trade him unless but, it's going to be for something that's worth it, like, obviously. I, I also don't think your defense would lose, and this sounds stupid, but I don't think they would lose a ton if you lose him. I think you guys will still be good. McCourty's are both coming back. Even though they're 33, like, they're veterans, they're smart, and they're still they're still able to play at a high level of football, which is impressive, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both coming back. You got J.C. Jackson if Gilmore leaves, obviously. Uh, a little bit overrated now, like we both said, but still uh, would be a fine, completely fine cornerback one. I mean, anyone would take him as a as a corner one, I feel like. He, like he's Obviously, it's not Gilmore, but it's 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 fine. So you got, like, Jones, too, is solid. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, obviously with uh, Hightower coming back, too, that's big. Obviously a big leader. I feel like people aren't talking about that as much. Like him opting out was so big for the Patriots. Like that's yeah, like just bad. Like, <laughs> like bad. Yeah. Like he, it's it's, yeah. Like it's, it makes a huge difference. He's the whole leader of that defense. In this twenty-eight to three Super Bowl comeback, he had that strip sack. That's what started the comeback. He's just the leader that like, gets things going. So having him back, not only on the field but in the locker room at practice, it makes all like. The difference it really does so mm-hmm. i think not having gilmore back i'd agree with you wouldn't do a ton even though in my opinion he's nasty he's still <laughs> easily top three you could say he's the best in the league i wouldn't argue with it i'm not gonna say it, that he's one right now but last year honestly people thought he had an off year mm-hmm. but statistically he tweeted out actually like it was his best year when it came to like letting up yards but 
Visualized um, picks. People yeah. look at picks way too much. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, yeah, like, Xavier Howard and J.C. Jackson both had a lot of picks. They got the ball thrown to him, like, 40 times more than Gilmore. So it's, mm-hmm. like, 40 times. You're probably going to get a couple picks out of those 40 throws. So, yeah, you know, I I, I, uh, I would franchise tag J.C. if I was mm-hmm. the Patriots and then try to trade Gilmore. Because then you can, like, you could trade Stephon Gilmore in our 15th pick. And then, like, a second rounder, if you really wanted to, for a top five pick. But I don't know who would do it. Or a receiver, something maybe. I don't know who would do it. That's the thing. Also, last question. Do you think that the boys re-sign, or not re-sign, use their franchise tag on Dak Prescott? They should. I think it'd be dumb if they don't. They should. If he walks, that would be crazy. <laughs> I think it'd be dumb if they don't. And I, I saw, like, he wants to be making the money that Mahomes is making, and people are clowning him for it. I get that. I think Mahomes' contract is unique. Is it's Yeah, it's, it's unique. very unique. It's unique because people think that it's wasting money, but it really isn't. It really isn't at all. It's very they're, pay, team they're paying him deal. over 12 years. Yeah. If Dak Prescott got a similar contract, I would not be mad. I would not be mad at all. People are saying he doesn't deserve it because he's no Mahomes. Obviously, he's not as good as Mahomes. We both, the first thing we said on this episode was it's obviously Pat Mahomes, who is the best quarterback in the NFL, and it's not up for debate. Dak Prescott's a great quarterback, and if you franchise tag him, give him the money that he needs, like, that's that's a good move. If you don't, it's just the Cowboys being the Cowboys. I mean, where is he going to go, too? That team becomes nasty. Like, ew. Like, Major. Washington? Patriots? That would be crazy. I would love Dak on the Patriots. I think he'd ball, but it's just, I don't know, with our receivers, you know. <laughs> best case scenario is, like, you sign someone like Marvin Jones, draft someone like Pitts. That makes the offense already good again. But, yeah, I mean, I yeah, like like we both agreed on, it would just be stupid for the Cowboys not to do it. So That is the end of the episode. Yeah. That's all we got episode for Episode four. Um, pretty good episode this week. Uh, hopefully we're back again next Sunday. Obviously, like we, we said in the beginning, it's a very busy couple weeks um, for us. So we'll try our best. Hopefully back next Sunday. So Indeed. thank you all Thank for you for listening. Yes. We will see you guys next week.